That was Bob Marley and the Whalers singing Get Up, Stand Up. I chose this song because basically it fits into what I'm thinking about this week. And that is, is democracy dying a slow death in this country? Or maybe, have we really ever had democracy in this country? Now before people start yelling and screaming, you know, America love it or leave it, all that I just imposing that question to think about. And where does freedom come into play with democracy? It was once said that freedom is an illusion, and once you realize that, then you are truly free. When I think of this, I harken back to my college days, which was a while ago. It was in a class, Politics and Literature, in which we read a number of different books related to politics. And one day we were having a discussion and one of the people in our class uh, mentioned that they would never want to live in China because if you look at Chinese, you know, the pictures of them, they're all dressed the same and they all look the same and they're expected to act a certain way and that just wouldn't work for them. And I happened to glance around the room and notice that I would say 90% of us in the class were all wearing jeans and flannel shirts. And I happened to say, it's interesting that we have this impression of China, but if we look around the room, we see we are all dressed the same. Which brings me back to my original point about freedom. Isn't it an illusion? Do we think ourselves as free because we have choices? Or is it more a fear of not being like others? That conformity is better than being ostracized and therefore, even though we may think we have these choices in life, we truly make decisions based on things like whether people will like us or not on social media or how people would react to me based on what I'm wearing that particular day. Or perhaps people would question the type of lifestyle that I lead. And how would I react to others that may not look or dress or talk like me. I think over the years we've always had this kind of collective falling into line when it comes to thinking. What do I mean by this? Well, let's go back to the time a couple summers ago when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening across the country. I thought at the time, finally, maybe we've awoken from a long slumber and have looked at racism in this country and are ready to do something about it. Also, in November, we tossed out Trump and really were beginning to think things would change. And then came the insurrection on January 6th. And then you began to hear this whole situation about critical race theory. Chris Rufo 
along with Fox News, began to promote this whole theory about critical race theory being taught in schools today. And then, just like the crazy situation that happened with whether to wear a mask or not, the whole idea of critical race theory being taught in schools began to simmer throughout the country. And the reality is, is most people didn't even know what it was. What's the most important issue in the governor's race here in Virginia? Getting back to the basics of teaching children, not teaching them critical race theory. And, uh, and, and what is critical race theory? Well, I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because I don't understand it that much. But it's something that I don't, the, what little bit that I know I don't care for. And, and what have you heard that, that you don't, well, that you I'm don't not, like? Well, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have that much knowledge on it. But okay. it's something that I'm not, that I don't care for. And if you were to ask people that you know that were worried about critical race theory, I'm guessing that a large portion of them would have that same reaction in the sense that they really didn't know what it was, but they knew they didn't like it and we needed to get rid of it. And that's the thing that really worries me about this country is oftentimes we get into these situations where people begin to be reactionary based on something that they watch or see on things like Fox News. And I think people on the right really utilize that in the Virginia governor's race. What started out as, in some ways, kind of being cool and hip to support Black Lives Matter in the suburbs began to get a little bit scary for people in Virginia. And you saw the number of people in the suburbs that came out in support of the Republican candidate for governor in Virginia that somehow in our educational system, we were going to make our little children feel guilty about our history. And therefore, let's not teach realistic history. Let's go by the myths that we tended to grow up ourselves as children. And the push began to limit what we teach in schools based on this fear of critical race theory. And it goes beyond just what is taught, but what books are available in a library. So we begin to ban books that relate to racial issues. We also begin to ban books related to sexual identity. So instead of becoming a more open society where we think and discuss issues and may have difference, and that would be okay, into a closed society where we're excluding out certain things that we don't want to think about or hear about. So as we move in this direction, the question again is, where is democracy in this country? And to make matters worse, we look at voting rights in this country and what has happened since the 2020 elections. And as we've seen in many of the red states, the Republicans are doing everything in their power to suppress voting in their own states. And in some of these states, they're even looking at whether or not they have the right as a legislature to overturn the votes of the people of their states if they don't like the outcome. And once again, this all goes back to this perpetual situation with the far right and the Republicans and Fox News about the whole idea of voter fraud. 
if you watched any of the January 6th hearing, you're really getting a sense of how they all knew that that was just a myth, that there really wasn't voter fraud. And yet, somehow, the right seems to know that if they talk about it enough, and if Fox News talks about it enough, they'll get enough people behind them to believe the myth. And of course, you could tell by the January 6th insurrection how people can sometimes be like sheep. Not only in voicing the approval of this whole voter fraud scheme, but also backing it up with their money, as was shown in the recent hearing where Trump has able to accumulate $250 million, which none of it has gone to the defense of his accusations of voter fraud. Yet Republicans will still cling to this myth because they know if they could suppress the vote, they have a better chance of winning in elections coming up. So if we continue to suppress voting rights in this country, once again, I ask, where is democracy going in this country? One final area I'd like to look at as far as the losing of democracy is the makeup of our Senate and the Supreme Court. The first thing I would say is the idea of two senators per state. Now, when the Constitution was first formed and they first decided that there would be two senators per state, that may have made sense. But if you look at today, where you have a situation where the population of Wyoming is a little over a half million, and you have California, which has about 39 and a half million people, how's that fair? How's that just? How's that democratic? And then we add the filibuster onto that, whereby we have a system that's set up where actually the minority, not the majority, rules. And if we shift over to take a look at the Supreme Court and the makeup of the Supreme Court, even if the majority of the Supreme Court decides on an issue such as Roe versus Wade, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the majority feels or believes in this country. So when I take all these things that I've mentioned today into consideration, I really fear for our democracy that if we continue down this dangerous path, that someday we may wake up and realize that our democracy is gone and we're living under an authoritarian regime. It's as if each day little bits and pieces are nibbled away from our democracy and one day we're going to wake up and realize all that's left is a skeleton of what we once had.